Hello, everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. I'm the director of the show, Jeff Moreva, and I'm here with our host, Mr. Robert Birch. Hey, Jeff. Hey, everybody. How are you doing today, Mr. Birch? Oh, doing great. Uh, especially nice to be inside on such a hot day. Hot day in a nice air-conditioned studio. Uh, I love it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so this is our weekly podcast. We come to you each week. We talk about our upcoming movies. Uh, we go a little bit more behind the deep behind the scenes on them, give them more details. And uh, this week, yeah. our movie is After the Thin Man. This is a great, great one from yeah. 1936. Um, Myrna Loy, William Powell, and uh, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart in, in this little and tiny part. Yep. And uh, you know, it's kind of a spoiler, but he's he's this is one of the few films. He's a bad guy, right? In this, yeah. He's the he's the villain. Yeah, he, and, and and he did a good job. He's yeah. a good villain. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, you know, he's usually the you know the dapper, uh, right? The nice guy, <laughs> leading he's, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, let's talk a little bit, little bit about this movie. The Thin Man, the original one, which we, I think we just showed about a year ago, um, was uh, done in 1934. This one two years later in 1936. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about how like this movie picks up right where the last one left off. Yeah, the last scene of the original, The, the Thin Man, uh, ends with him on a train. Uh, presumably headed west, uh, you know, and you know the big tell is the music is California, here I come, right? right? So this is, you know, the sequel picks up two years later, exactly uh, just like moments, I guess, after the first one ends because, you know, the music still is California, here I come, they're still on the same train, headed west, and um, yeah, it just picks up where the other one left off. Yeah. I love it when sequels do that. I will say that that's that's uh, makes a sequel a little more appealing for me if it just sure. picks up right. I just love that for some, uh-huh. for some reason. Uh, but yeah, this is a great sequel. One of six sequels, right. or I guess five sequels, because six total uh-huh. movies um, of the Thin Man. Um, and I should have written down the titles, but I mean, they're, they're, yeah, the Thin Man, another thin, the thin Man, another Thin Man, Thin Man versus Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. He's very thin after that one. <laughs> Um, He's very flat. Very that. thin and flat. Um, well, you know, this was this was like one of the very first sequels. Yeah, yeah the first films that had sequels. Uh, this uh, after the Thin Man is the second of six sequels. But you know, this was before Hollywood really discovered the cash cow that is sequels. You know, yeah. there's uh, sequel after sequel after sequel. Oh, now, yeah. now there's nine movie franchises. Yeah, and everything. Uh-huh. Everything's a Everything's a franchise now. Everything's got six, seven movies. Marvel. Marvel, 20-something movies. Uh-huh. Star Wars, nine movies. Oh, plus man. all the spinoffs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, so this was this was before they really did all that. Mm-hmm. And so to have six movies of the same film, the same characters, the same um, background, it, it was unheard of in the 30s. But how great is, I mean, uh, you know, elegant people dressed to the nines and witty banter, I mean, life really should be like this, if only, you know. Yeah. Um, Well, let's talk a little bit about Myrna Loy and William Powell off screen, because they were romantically involved on screen, of course, for this movie. Right, man and wife. Right. But off screen, they were not. They were great friends. Yeah, they're good friends. They were very good friends. They had that same, I think, kind of witty banter. You know, I think they were that kind of pal buddies, Uh you know. Um, but but the, of course, public, the public wanted them to be romantic, right. just like they were in the movies. Sure. Um, I mean, that, that was big in the, you know, it, the, the studios used to arrange marriages right. back in the day. A lot of pressure on Errol Flynn to marry uh, his, I think, Olivia de Havilland. They, they, you know, but again, they were just good friends off screen. They yeah. didn't, they weren't 
but uh, a lot of uh, a lot of couples succumbed to oh, yeah. uh, to the pressure. I think Clark Gable had a few marriages that right. you know were just really just put together. Right. Just, uh, well, they said I married her. So yeah, for I... publicity, <laughs> because then they could trade off that publicity, you right. know, and and gin it up for the next film. Oh yeah. But well, I thought the story was really funny about them going to the uh, the St. Francis Hotel in San Francisco. Uh, in San Francisco, and and they were checking in as friends. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. William Powell actually had bought Gene Harlow with him, who he's engaged. Who he's engaged to, but he no one knows that at yeah, the time. He hadn't. To- they hadn't uh, told anybody. And the manager introduces Mr. and Mrs. Powell. Powell. <laughs> <laughs> and tries to show William Powell and Myrna Lloyd to their room. To the, uh, the, the honeymoon suite yeah. or whatever, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and and so luckily Gene Harlow stepped in and said, oh, I'll room with Myrna yeah. Lloyd. And, yeah. and, and then apparently she said it was like one of the greatest. They like, became like sorority Really good sisters. friends. Yeah. And yeah, had a really, really great Laughing, uh, drinking bathtub gin. Bathtub and, gin. And, and having a great time. Meanwhile, William Powell... Uh, he gets booted down to the boom boom room, you know, just the 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 uh, the the small the one last hotel room that they had <laughs> right next to the elevator. You right, know? of course, yeah. <laughs> Bing all night, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I didn't know this, and I should have written down some of the other movies, but this is the sixth film, or not. This is the sixth film, but uh-huh. the the Thin Man movies are six. Of the 14 films that William Powell and Myrna Lloyd appeared together. Right. Uh, people, and, and, you know, as long as it's making money, the oh, studio's yeah. going to keep cranking those out. And, you know, uh, maybe not The Thin Man, but uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty sure from from the ones that I've seen, they're all very similar yeah. to The Thin Man. Yeah. They, they don't have a dog. The Asta is <laughs> right. not present, but right. and they don't always solve a murder. <laughs> in these other films, right? But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of the same formula. It is, and yeah. why why kill a, a a winning formula? Right, it's working. Yep, yeah. Um, and uh, this this sequel costs twice as much as the original. Right. Um, but it made quite a bit more than the original at three point one million dollars, which doesn't sound like a lot today. Certainly not in Hollywood standards. No, but in twenty twenty dollars. So I haven't like I haven't even calculated for twenty twenty two dollars. It's uh-huh. going to be wait, but it was nineteen million dollars equivalent in twenty twenty. Yeah. So now it's probably like a hundred thousand. Which is a modest return on investment, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put more into this one, I'm sure, because number one was such a big hit. Oh yeah. So yeah, they, you know. Um, yeah, the, the this is the first sequel um, to be nominated for best adapted screenplay um, for an Oscar. For an so, Oscar. Yeah, I mean they, uh-huh. they they put a lot into this movie. I oh mean, yeah. Uh, um, so, um, yeah. yeah, so yeah, the, you know, the dog comes back, everything comes back and, and it's another murder and, and, uh, it's just a, it's that great film. That feel. Yeah. That, that, that fast witty banter, you know, great writing in this. Oh yeah. And, um, you know, just delivered Quick. great, just delivered so well. Um, of course, you know, you mentioned Asta, the dog. Yep. Uh, he's back for this. Um, of but uh, I, you know, he bit, you know, during the uh, filming yes. of the first Thin Man, he bit Myrna Loy. And apparently Asta did not get along with anybody but his trainer. Right. So, you know, <laughs> after after that, uh, they were like, mm, let's just keep Asta away from everybody. 
until it's time to film, you know. <laughs> the trainer's got his job security down. He's the only one that can help handle the dog. But uh, I guess to placate him, he's got a he's got a date in this. You know, Asta has a, right. a date right. in this. Uh, you know, another dog. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's a dog. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a fun movie. The dog is hilarious in this mm-hmm. movie, um, and just the chemistry. Yeah, but between all three of the, you know the dog and and the the two principals in this. Yeah. Um, the, uh, at the end, um, when, or not, well, I mean, it's not at the end, but Nick Nora and Astor are driven home uh-huh. to the train station. And, um, this car would, they're, they're in a Packard Super 8 Sport Phaeton. Ooh. I had nice. to look up how to say it. Yeah. Phaeton. <laughs> really? Phaeton. That's um, the correct spelling. Or the correct the, pronunciation. I, the, yeah. I, that, you know, depending on which automated voice you listen to, uh-huh. it says Phaeton. Or Faton. Faton. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I had to look up that. And um, apparently that is, the car was worth six figures. Uh-huh. So like. Now or now, then? I think it was, now, I think it's now worth six figures. Uh-huh. Um, and probably even more now. Because oh, yeah. It's, it's, again, this is. It's through know, the roof now. I mean, it's yeah. unattainable probably. But I had to look up that car. I just, I read that fact and I was like, that sounds really cool. Uh-huh. I don't know what kind of car that is. It's a Packard. <laughs> it's a Packard, right? <laughs> so yeah. I had to, I had to look, I had to, I had to get some Google images I wonder what going. that translate, what that means. You know, there's usually a meaning to Phaeton. I don't know. If anybody at home knows the uh, meaning to that uh, word, you could uh, email it to us <laughs> at movieclub at oeta.tv. <laughs> uh, so... Um, the, uh, you know, uh, the, um, the chauffeur in this, um, you know, there, uh, is actually crossing the parking lot of the, uh, the Colt Tower at the top of Telegraph Hill in San Francisco. And then Nick and Nora walk up a hill, uh, a little bit and actually, uh, it's below the tower in San Francisco. And then Asta runs down in the backyard, which is a grassy area behind the tower and next to... Him is, uh, he's jumping on the deer sculpture. Well, that's back in L.A. You know, it's how right. they cut these things. Yeah. Uh, you know, part of that's in San Francisco, parts right. in Los Angeles. But they and cut I didn't, it together. Yeah, and I didn't know until we were showing this movie and, and I started researching. I didn't know it was mostly shot in San Francisco. I thought it was shot in L.A. Yeah. And, uh, and come to find out it was mostly shot in San Francisco. And then you watch it and you go, okay, well, I see a little bit here and there. Uh-huh. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's always interesting to see where they shoot those things and how they make eight cities look like one city and even as close as san francisco is um a lot of times they will uh shoot in la and 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 dress it to look like san francisco you know yeah just to save money it's you know uh, instead of flying everybody to uh, you know or driving everybody up the highway up the up the pacific coast highway they'll just uh, make it well, we'll just do it in our back lot. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Spend twice as much money. Uh-huh. And, no. We'll build uh, San Francisco we'll right build here. We'll build San Francisco. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, the, uh, I, one of the facts I, th- I thought was interesting about this is I'm a musician, so I love music, yeah. all things music. And uh, the song Sing, 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 which is, of course, a very popular jazz hit, um, Benny Goodman. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, the music playing at the coming home party 
is Sing Sing Sing, which had not become a hit yet. Oh, so uh, really? Yeah. So this is like a springboard for that. This, yeah, it's the so, Benny Goodman version. It's the Benny Goodman version. Wow. So, yeah, which became a big hit. Um, doesn't say what year it became. A which big I'm hit. sure they discover that hey, that's a good way to promote uh, a new song, uh, song yeah, coming oh, out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, now, and we've talked about this in other shows, now every every movie has an original song. Oh, every, yeah, yeah. So they can enter it in those Oscars. There was know. nothing in the Oscars at the time, though, you know, for best right. original song or anything, you know. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the Joshua Tree scene, I wanted to talk about this for a second because uh-huh. I have a little personal little tie into this. The Joshua uh, Tree? The Joshua Trees. Um, so the Joshua Tree scene in the opening scenes um, while the train is going by is actually the Joshua Trees in the Mojave Desert in California. Um, and uh, I recently drove through Joshua Tree National Park um, on a family trip that I had this last summer. And uh-huh. um, it's really cool for about five minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it keeps going and, and going. Oh, right. um, They're weird, cool-looking trees. Yeah. Um, very interesting trees, but it's... a it's a huge area just full of them <laughs> and they all look the same they're all right. the same size it's there's no like giant desert. one like like yosemite where you get the giant sequoia or the giant yeah. you know none of that they just all look the same oh boy and um and it is in the middle of nowhere no i mean like we had a two-lane road and we were like oh like where is everybody where is everything uh-huh. like if we break down here we are out of luck you know <laughs> and uh but no we didn't luckily and yeah. uh, but no it, they are really cool looking trees i just uh-huh. i wasn't i was expecting more from the national park i yeah. guess but, but they are really cool looking i have trees. a friend that she lives in san diego and this is her favorite place to go she rents a cabin up there at least uh, two or three weeks a year yeah and goes and just you know deep you know deep compresses yeah uh, out now, in the desert. Yeah. Now, I'm sure there's other areas that I, di- I didn't see from the road that it would be cool to hike or cool to do uh-huh. other stuff, you know. But from the road, you just see the trees. Yeah. <laughs> there's like nothing. <laughs> desert, trees. And, um, but yeah, it, it's, it, it, uh, it was still cool to see the desert. Yeah. I've never been sure. to the desert. So, well, um, so yeah. Um, you should get out more. I should get out more, apparently. <laughs> um, so, um, let's see here. Let's... Um, now, this is this is we talked a little bit about James Stewart mm-hmm. um, playing a bad guy in this. Yeah, spoiler. Right. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, he 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 did a really good job as a bad guy. Yeah, it's uh, strange to see him in in that though. It you is. Know, I'm so you know, it's a wonderful life. Is of one course, of my favorite yeah. films. And, Mr. Smith and, goes to Washington. Oh yeah, Mr. he's the hero. He's, guy. He's the hero. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pure of heart and and brave in spirit. You know, his whole career. Yeah, um, well, and not, not and his whole career. You're right, obviously. right. This this <laughs> this is one of the very few films he's a villain in. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that was very interesting, and and I had to watch it to I couldn't remember him in the movie. Yeah, I had to watch it and go. <laughs> that's that's what he looks like in the movie. Okay, now I remember. Now um, there's also there's that great scene. Um, you know, uh, the character Aunt Catherine's old butler who does the doddering walk, right? Yes. And I didn't know this until we were researching this, uh, that, you know, when that great scene where he says, uh, walk this way, sir. And yes. then William Powell's, uh, you know, he mimics the old man's walk. Yeah. And, you know, you've seen this kind of picked up in Monty Python oh, yeah. and uh, Young Frankenstein, you know, walk yep. this way. 
and um, uh, Aerosmith. Uh, I, I'm not sure if they picked it up on this or from Young Frankenstein, but you know, the, the, apparently that's the the impetus for the song. Their hit single, "Walk This Way." That's funny. One of their early hits. Early hits, right? Yeah. That's. Funny. I didn't. I didn't know that. No, that's. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. Who would have thought Aerosmith and William Powell would have. Have uh, some connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seven degrees of separation, or two degrees of separation. Right. Yeah. A um, hundred degrees today. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and Walk This Way, the very first time I ever saw this was a little kid when I saw Don Knotts and Tim Conway do it in a movie called Private Eyes. Um, I had not seen Young Frankenstein yet. I was a little too young for that. Uh-huh. And, um, and so that was the first time I ever saw that gimmick, that walk this way. And, the, you know, it was, uh-huh. it was Don Knotts and Tim Conway is the one who actually does it in the movie. But oh, you walk this way, uh, <laughs> Mrs. Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, that's, a, that's a classic bit, of course. Yeah. Classic when are we bit. getting the, uh, some of those great uh, Don Knotts? Uh, Tim Conway films. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Or we'll do Dwarf on Golf or something uh, <laughs> some weekend. <laughs> that would be my favorite. Well, it really is a great movie. If you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend tuning in, checking it out. Yeah. Um, it's a great one. Um, this, 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 great, this show, this weekend is going to be a great show. We've got, I'm going to give a shout out to Terry Bowers. Uh-huh. Sent in a photo with her husband, Mark, with right. uh, Jim Ed Brown this week. And, right. And great uh, country singer. And he, he, uh, he won a, uh, a contest where he, could, he auditioned, her husband, Mark, uh, auditioned for, um, uh, he, so it was like a singing contest. Yeah. yeah. But he got to do it on the stage at the Ryman Auditorium in yeah. Nashville, you know, right Randall there, Alford, yeah. you know, where so many great performers had oh, yeah. performed right there, uh, all the country performers. In the circle. So he must have yeah. a really great voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So give them a shout out. We'll mm-hmm. see more. You'll actually get to see that photo this weekend. Yeah. Be sure to tune in Saturdays at 9. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we repeat the next Friday at 11. Um, encore performance. And so uh, and next yeah. week we've got um, uh, A Mighty Wind. A Mighty Wind. It's a hilarious yeah. movie. If you have not heard of this or seen this, check it out. It is hilarious. It is a mockumentary. Uh, Made by the same people that did Spinal Tap and uh, Best in Show. Best in Show. Um, yeah, this is Spinal Tap. Um, uh, Waiting for Guffman. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, the, I mean, just some great movies. Uh, uh, Christopher. Um, Christopher Guest, Guest, Guest Eugene and Levy, Eugene Levy, and uh, Jane Lynch is oh, yeah. oh she I love Jane Lynch and Catherine O'Hara, Catherine O'Hara from just, SCTV. Yeah, so um, but yeah, I mean it's a great one. So tune into that, and um, until next week, always send in those celebrity photos. We always need those. We love them. We love them. Send them in, and uh, take care. Bye bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.